This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Sosa Medical supports those in our community who are unable to afford private health care. In addition to this, they also offer kosher food for patients admitted to public hospitals. The, uh, the formation of Sosa was spearheaded in 2020 by Rabbi Ari Hoppenstein, who runs it together with Rabbi Sean Wingren. Rabbi Hoppenstein is my guest now to tell me more. Welcome, Rabbi. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Sharice. Rabbi, what was the impetus behind Sosa Medical? The impetus behind Sosa Medical was the situation uh, that uh, unfortunately uh, many elderly Jewish um, uh, uh, people in this town found themselves in, and that is that um, the uh, public hospital system uh, started to uh, unfortunately uh, collapse more and more. I must say that obviously our pockets of excellence uh, but um, unfortunately the waiting times for procedures uh, are, are very, very long and have become worse. Also hygiene levels, even feeding elderly uh, patients. And um, we've had reports of uh, elderly patients in found in terrible states in these hospitals, not being looked after, uh, properly not being fed. Rabbi Sean recently went to a hospital. The patient wasn't even given a glass of water. And um, hygiene, hygiene conditions, change, even giving them bed linen, etc. Uh, so unfortunately, um, um, I had, well, fortunately, I had to do something uh, about it. And... Um, uh, try to see if uh, we could provide hospital plans uh, for uh, elderly Jews in um, in South Africa. And um, uh, luckily I knew Rabbi Sean Wingren, and um, he was, had an organization, SOSA, which stands for SOS for the Aged. Ah, thank you for clarifying that for me. <laughs> And uh, he really had various programs uh, dealing uh, with uh, Jewish senior citizens, some of them uh, medical programs, and uh, and um, I asked him if we could uh, perhaps uh, uh, push this agenda of getting hospital plans for our senior citizens, and he was very enthusiastic, and uh, so we've uh, managed to do that. Uh, um, uh, so far, supporting on a monthly basis, uh, 70 uh, mainly elderly uh, Jews in, in Johannesburg and also uh, around the country. Rabbi Hoppenstein, you, you specifically spoken about the elderly, and this was there to help them. But I, I imagine that there are a lot of Jewish families in South Africa who cannot afford private medical aid, who are not elderly, but who have large families. Yes. Um, I think there are actually thousands of uh, uh, Jewish people in South Africa that uh, cannot afford a medical uh, aid. Um, to me, I thought I thought that our priority should lie with the most uh, vulnerable section of our community, which is the which is the elderly. And um, well, we were very active during COVID, especially people with comorbidities, and uh, that will de- those will definitely take priority: uh, elderly and sickly uh, elderly, unfortunately. And I think because of the situation in South Africa, many elderly people are left while younger people immigrate. Is that one of the reasons or is it just random? 
I, th- I think you're right there, Sharice. Um, we have, I don't know, to me it seems, it appears to me there is, uh, obviously the baby is being born, but it is an aging uh, population to uh, some extent with many more elderly, uh, as you say, being uh, kind of left behind. Um, a lot of the youth, a lot of youth are immigrating, a lot are staying as well, got to be positive, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> a lot of positive things here as well. Um, but unfortunately, that is the situation. Many youth are leaving the country and many elderly uh, Jews, unfortunately, uh, being left behind. What, what, does, what is in terms of a basic medical aid, what are you providing and how do you hope to help? So that's a quite an interesting topic. Um, uh, generally, we prov- provide a basic hospital plan. Um, often, a key care, for example, key care court discovery uh, hospital plan, which will uh, provide them with certain hospitals and um, um, uh, care for procedures, if any procedures in the in those hospitals. Um, so it doesn't provide doctors on a daily basis or uh, small procedures. Um, um, having said that, there are many Jews that cannot afford their hospital plans or medical aids, and we step in there as well. Our, our preference is to keep people on higher plans when they, so that they can have better uh, health health care. And um, if we can, we keep them on those plans. We get family involved, uh, um, or friends involved to donate to to keep them on those on the on those higher plans. Having said that. Um, we, we, um, it takes a year to get a person fully onto a hospital plan. Wow. Remember why? Uh, that is, uh, well, the, uh, the, uh, the law in many of the, um, uh, med- medical aids, some of them a bit, a bit sooner. Um, and, um, uh, there's a problem, obviously, for the sick, uh, Jewish elderly during that particular period. So, uh, we endeavor to help them, uh, to get them, Free help uh, via uh, many uh, Jewish doctors and uh, specialist uh, uh, doctors. So that's another area of trying to get people help who are not on a medical aid and will uh, take 12 months to get onto a, a, a medical aid. Do you work with specific medical aids? Do you have relationships with certain of them that will make this process a little bit easier? Um, we we don't, and I think from the medical aids point of view, um, they cannot seem to be helping sure. or giving discounts. If you're talking about discounts to uh, one section of the population, sure. or uh, preferring one section of the population over uh, over another, um, uh, possibly a way we could get more help if we'd get more onto group group schemes, which uh, um, is not such an easy thing taking on uh, the. Um, the clients one one by one, um, uh, and uh, so generally we we don't get uh, much help from the medical aids themselves. Which is fair, as you said, it, yes. it is fair. In terms of while you're waiting for, what support do you offer in that year? Because a year for an elderly yes. person is a very yes. long time. And some people, unfortunately, um, <laughs> come to fail. us with, uh, with serious conditions, um, so uh, we can't guarantee it, but sometimes you might even help to organize certain procedures 
where we even raise money for those uh, pr- procedures. We have done operations, uh, emergency operations before. It is very risky for us. We prefer to <laughs> keep quiet about it if we <laughs> and uh, we don't do it very often. Um, obviously, uh, uh, try to um, raise money for them, um, for um, seeing specialists, uh, uh, doctors. Then we also have what's called a self-help program where um, if the patient would give us uh, uh, some information about their condition, um, we can do a write-up on them and do some advertising, send a WhatsApp. And uh, we have had success with this uh, program, uh, even for a certain cancer patient uh, Mm. that that we had, needed a a few hundred thousand rands. Mm. And uh, just uh, by putting our logo onto onto their WhatsApp, uh, we were able to, or well, she was actually able to raise a significant amount of money towards her her, her treatment, and that was, uh, thank God, a success story. Wow, incredible work that you do. You also provide kosher food to those that are in public hospitals. Tell me about that. And unfortunately, there are many um, Jews, elderly Jews, that have to go um, into the public uh, hospital uh, system. And um, we endeavor, if they ask us, to um, provide kosher food. Uh, we have a, a, a group of ladies that prepare, prepare the food at a, at a moment's notice, and we mm-hmm. can uh, bring, them, uh, bring them food to the uh, public hospitals. Rabbi, do you mainly operate under the radar? That's a good question. Um, um, generally, we, we're out there. We publicize that we're able to to do this. Uh, we have had advertising, putting up posters around town in, in the various shuls, at some of the shops, etc. We advertise in, the, uh, in some of the magne- magazines in the Jewish life. So I'd say we are, uh, in that respect, above the radar. Obviously, in our work, we have to uh, you know, respect uh, uh, the uh, client's uh, uh, pr- privacy. So there's a lot that, uh, obviously, we can't, we can't talk about. Because it is an incredible amount of good that you do, but I must say I hadn't heard of it until I bumped into Rabbi Wingren. Um, what what would you like from our community? I'd like to the community. Def- well, I thank you for being on the show because this is definitely a wonderful uh, uh, publicity. Um, I'd like the community perhaps just to have a look at our website, and obviously those that are able to donate. Uh, Please donate uh, towards uh, these medical plans. Uh, our website is sosamedical.org, S-O-S-A, medical.org. Um, and then we have a, um, a WhatsApp number as well, which is 11 882 So on that website, people can get information about our organization and they able to donate via that website. How many people do you have on your program at the moment? There are 70 people on the on hospital plans or other types of medical aid at the moment. Uh, our goal is to get another 100 people okay. on as soon as possible. Do you have a waiting list? We do have a waiting list. People are, pl- are applying sure. the whole time. And uh, obviously that takes time as well. We have to vet the, the various uh, applicants 
and uh, see who is most urgent amongst those wow. applicants. It's not an easy job. Not easy. <laughs> but something you're clearly very passionate about. Very passionate about, and we have a team, and they're passionate about. We have a, we have a premises uh, on uh, on Liberta Road, and uh, um, we have people involved in uh, interviewing the people. So uh, not an easy job, but uh, thank God we have the capability to do it. Well, Rabbi, thank you so much for joining me. That was thank Rabbi you. Ari Hoppenstein, and he is he spearheaded Sosa Medical Support. This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And we are slowly approaching the Jewish High Holidays, including the Jewish New Year. This will affect High FM broadcasting. Please consult the High FM website at chaifm.com for broadcasting times and days. High FM wishes the community a Shana Tova and Gamar Hatima Tova. And my, while we are waiting for my guest, Benjamin Rosman, um, Rabbi Robert uh, Stein has agreed to stay and keep us company. So thank you very much, Rabbi. Thank um, you. How did you get into Chesed? How did I get into Chesed? Um, I think it came, I started because of my mother. I came from Springs, a small town where everybody helped everybody else. Uh, and um, my mother was very involved, my father as well. My mother is very involved in Chesed, in kindness in the community. Uh, involved with the underprivileged, those people that were kind of sidelined, a little bit exor- uh, ignored the elderly, etc., inviting them over for Yontif's uh, Friday night, etc. And uh, so I thank my mother, her name was Cynthia Hoppenstein, and for showing me the way in, in Chesed. Um, after school, I went to Yeshiva Gadola. Did you g- mm. go to school in Springs? Were you? I went to school. I went to a government school for in primary Springs. school and then a Jewish day school in Benoni, Hill okay. uh, High School um, for um, for my high school years. And uh, then I went to, to Yeshiva Gadola of Johannesburg for, for many years and qualified as a rabbi, started uh, teaching. And uh, through my studies, I learned that the importance of chesed, of kindness um, in the Torah. And um, in fact, uh, at Mount Sinai, we received the Torah, uh, but uh, Hashem specifically spoke to us as well about the mitzvah of doing uh, chesed, kindness, actually in the Sim Shalom prayer, the prayer about peace at the end of our Amidah, the standing uh, prayer. It says, with the light of your face, you gave us the Torah, Torah of life, and Chesed. The Torah specifically mentions, besides Torah, it mentions Chesed, kindness. And uh, the uh, most important positive mitzvah is the mitzvah of tzedakah, of, of, of charity. And um, I have a great happiness, great simcha uh, when involved in acts of kindness and and uh, giving of charity. The need just before Rosh Hashanah, does it increase? Is there an anxiety in our community just before? Um, definitely before Rosh Hashanah, the need in- increases. Uh, we're in the month of Elul, uh, a month where we say the king is in the field. God is in the field. God is waiting for us, very close to us. And it's uh, specifically 
important during this particular time uh, to do uh, acts of chesed, uh, giving of, of, of charity, repenting, etc., during this particular month before, uh, before Rosh Hashanah. So I suppose there is an anxiety <laughs> to do as much good as, as we can uh, is in this particular month. Is it not an anxiety to do good, but an anxiety among people who are not able to spend time with their family or families are away and... Kind of a yes. stress in a our community. Stress. I mean, it's an exciting time, but it's also potentially stressful. I hear what you're saying, Sharice. I, th- I think it is a time of of stress when uh, parents, especially parents that have been left behind uh, in South Africa, realise that they are not spending the yomtivs with their with their children. Um, it's not an, not an easy easy time for them. And um, I suppose it's a mitzvah. <laughs> it's a, one can do a lot of good during this time, inviting those people perhaps to a yontif meal, and we, whether it's Rosh Hashanah or the meal before Yom Kippur or during uh, Sukkot. Um, I, th- I think the I don't want to say the burden, but the responsibility of our community is very great at this particular time to care for those that have. Been left behind. I know that during Pesach there are communal Pesach seders. Is there a way? Is there like a like a bank you can invest in in terms of helping people that people don't know that they are out there or people are, are yes. shy to come forward? Is there a way that you can, as a, as we as a community, can help those? A very important question, Cherise. Um and I think it's each individual community's responsibility. Uh, to look out for people who have uh, perhaps been sidelined or aren't being invited out. And many communities do have that facility. Um, I must say that uh, my own community, which is Rabbi Hendler's community, Northfield Shul, uh, called a meeting with some of the congregants to specifically notice who is out there, who needs to be asked out. And uh, especially our community, it's very important because uh, Rabbi Hendler is in charge of the converts in South Africa. I say in Africa even because many people come from other uh, African countries, Nigeria, Congo, to, and they convert uh, to Judaism in, in this country. And uh, it's a particular, uh, it's a great mitzvah uh, to look out for those converts and invite them over befriend them, etc. They often are from very different cultures mm. to our South African cultures, as I say, other African countries, and uh, one has to go out of their way to ask them over. But the, the mitzvah is tremendous. I mean, you, you're basically saying that some communities are more organized and possibly, but it's up to us as individuals yes. to actually be aware enough of our various communities to identify them and bring them Yes. In. Yes, definitely. It's um, it's up to us and my late uh, Rosh Yeshiva, head of our institution, Yeshiva Gedola, uh, later Rabbi Azriel Chaim Goldfine, Zechot Tzadik Livracha, used to use the word achrayut, responsibility. And I suppose I learned it from him. <laughs> I learned a little lot of uh, the command of doing chesed from him as well. And uh, maybe that's the message I'd end off with is to say that um, we – we all have a responsibility, whether it's our schools or various organizations. We have a responsibility to look out for each other. 
not just the people that are that are um, that are in sight, as I say, but those that are perhaps a little bit sidelined, a little bit on the side, becomes more and more and more of a responsibility to look out for them. And on that incredibly beautiful note, thank you very much, Rabbi Hobbins. Dan, and thank, thank you so you. much for keeping us company. Thank you. Thank you. For having me.